Welcome back to the weekly podcast of The Spectrum. I am the host, Molly Rio. Each week, we welcome a new guest from the Dartmouth High community. Stay tuned after this short break for this week's edition. All right, we're back and we're here with this year's marching band seniors. And I'm going to pass the microphone around so everybody can introduce themselves and just tell us what section you're in. My name is Gabby Aruda and I'm in the trumpet section. My name is Aiden Amaral and I'm in the drum line. I'm a snare. My name is Ace Kroll and I play mellophone. I'm Sarah Taylor, and I'm in the Color Guard. My name's Jada Walker, and I'm also in the Color Guard. All the way on the other side of the earth. Oh, <laughs> my name is Judy Shadid, and I'm also in the Color Guard. My name is Kira Perry. I am in the flute section, and I play piccolo. My name is Carly Richard, and I'm in the clarinet section. Okay, great. So we have the, the Spectrum editorial staff here today as well. We're just going to kind of ask some questions and um, get a feel for what the marching band is doing this year. So maybe first what we should do is if somebody wants to just kind of explain what the show is about this year, what's kind of like the big concept of the show and what's the, the music that you guys are, are taking on? Who wants uh, to speak to that? Here you go, Gabby. <laughs> that was mean um so our show this year is called thorns and petals um it's about roses and kind of the balance between like the petals which are the color guard are kind of the petals of the flower and the band is the thorns and it's kind of the like interaction between the two sides and like i don't know um we're playing songs from scheherazade and el tango de roxanne and kiss from a rose um, Another question for you. So, what's the idea of the props around the field this year? It seems like you guys have those spiky things on the field that are silver in color. Um, Kira, why don't you tell us what those are about? Um, so those props that you see out on the field, um, they're all spread out. They're supposed to resemble um, the thorns. Um, they're supposed to be very angular and spiky, um, pointy. Uh, we also have this uh, new rose prop. Um, that's on the stage. Uh, that's where the uh, color guard is a lot and where our violin soloist is too. All right, so I think one of the usual things about this year's show is the use of the violin, right? Um, there's a violin who, I think it's set up remotely, right? It's like a remote setup for it. And I know we don't have, uh, I don't even know who the violin player is, but I want someone to talk about that. If you can just explain the idea b behind that and maybe how that kind of changes the the show this year. Um, Ace, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Sure thing. Um, so the violin soloist, we always, we always have, we always try to like do something different, like mix it up to get kind of a better appeal. And so that's this show's spice it up thing, I guess. Okay, good. Why don't we go to um, Avery. Avery, what's your, your question for everybody here? I think like just throughout the year, what has been your most memorable moment just through practices and being a part of the band after COVID protocols have changed? Oh, no. 
<laughs> I think for me, like, my favorite part is being able to perform again. Like, I know as a performer, like, if you don't perform, you don't understand, like, the feeling. But, like, it just makes me feel like home. And I'm so grateful that I get to do it again. Um, <laughs> I think my favorite thing, especially after, like, last year, is just, like, being with the whole, like, everybody. Like, the percussion, the band. Because um, last year, it was just, we all did our separate shows. And, like, it was fun. But, like, you don't get, like, those interactions with the band. And now it's nice, especially, like, it's our senior year. So, like, it's nice to be all together again. Yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna go to Ace next, but I think a lot of people don't realize that the last year you guys were completely in your own little worlds, right? You never really mixed together, and so it must be kind of strange being back together this year, buses stuff like that. Go ahead, Ace. Last year, obviously, we had a limited virtual program, and so I'm enjoying going to the competitions and the whole event of it. I find it really fun. It's like you're there, you're doing it. And then you finish, you get to watch awards. It's it's really a lot of fun. Yeah, totally. So, um, yes, last year we had our all separate shows. And um, it was very, um, very fun to do separate shows and just to just, like, focus on different sections. But at the grand scheme of things, we're all one band. We all kind of work together. And it was just fun to just, like, recently having doing shows and just having that adrenaline, having that feeling again. Yeah, it must be good to see audiences again to when you're performing, right? Gabby? Yeah, I think having like the audience like back at a show and being actually judged gives you kind of the motivation to keep getting better as a performer in a band because last year was like it was virtual. We we're getting online judged. It just wasn't the same as like going somewhere and being in front of a ton of people and getting like a real life score. Good, let's go to uh, Carly. I am also a fan of performing in front of audiences again. Compared to last year, we had nobody in the stands, but this year at the football games and competitions, we have people there who are very engaged because they haven't been able to see us perform in like two years. So now that they finally get to see us perform, they're very excited to see us and it's just very exhilarating i guess to perform in front of everyone and have them cheer for us i enjoy it a lot yeah so um i pretty much agree with uh everyone and uh what they've been saying it feels really good to be you know marching on the field with the rest of the band members um you know we all create this awesome energy that um you know bounces off one of another um, we're always supporting each other and encouraging each other. And um, I just really love, you know, the energy that we've had. And um, I'm glad that, uh, you know, we never fell apart. And um, we were always able to be, you know, a very strong band and work well together. I personally think like having us all back together just makes marching band marching band again because when we were all in our different sections it just didn't feel right it just didn't feel like i was performing at all it just felt like it was just another tuesday or thursday practice and then we just recorded our show and we just got dressed up it didn't feel right but now that we're all back together it just everything's back in place even though it's not totally normal it's it's better than what it was before 
Good. So one of the things I've noticed just um, being at the football games this year so far, and I think everybody has as well, is that the student section is really, really supportive this year. I mean, I, I've been going to games here for for years, and I really think this is the first time where football parents are giving standing ovations during the band show. Uh, people aren't just like going to get food, you know, during the the halftime show. It's it's totally different this year, and I, I really feel like the student section has been going crazy uh, during band shows. What what's going on? You think? I mean, what is the the cause of of what's what's going on with this aiden what do you think so and um in my personal opinion i just feel like it's just this year has been well these past few years have just been really hard for everybody during covid and i just think now is just a time uh for all the seniors and just every student to just have fun and just kind of support each other and be there for each other um sorry it's just like nice like everybody's like supportive and like like Aiden said like everybody's been through like a rough time these past couple of years so I think everybody's just trying their best to make it this last year of high school fun for everybody so yeah good um let's go over to Sophie what's your question so you're all seniors. Do you guys have any plans um, to continue your musical or color guarding careers in the next couple years? That's a great question. So anybody want to uh, take that on? Where are you going to go next, Gigi? So I've been thinking of doing DCI. I did it a couple years ago in 2019. I spun with Spartans. And then COVID happened and I couldn't like try out for another DCI group again, but I'm debating on doing um, another like, but like a world group instead of an open group like Spartans was, but I don't know about the winter because I feel like there aren't that many groups around here that are like that, unlike the, like the West Coast, because East Coast is more like scattered around rather than the West Coast has like everyone in like California or like, I feel like around there, but yeah. Maybe just explain what DCI is real quick. Oh, yeah. DCI is um, it's called Drum Corps International. So it's basically marching band, but minus like the winds. So like the saxophones, the clarinets, the flutes. So it's all like the brass and the color guard and the percussion. And it runs around during like the summer. And it's more um, ages like 16 to 21, I think. The age out year is 21. And there's open groups and then there's world groups. And they all some groups they go to indianapolis to perform so <laughs> good who else who else is has plans post high school um i was also considering dci um i was part of the indoor group this past year and i played cymbals and some of the dci groups have cymbals um and i really enjoyed that so i was thinking about trying to make my way into one of those groups to do that um so you're thinking about doing symbols uh, somewhere. Yeah. Anybody else plans, Aiden? Yeah, um, I've been really thinking about starting to join a drum corps, probably um, 7th Regiment or Cadets. It's just more of a higher level of expectation, and I like to challenge myself, and I want to see how far I can accomplish. Anybody else plans, ideas afterwards? I have a question for you. So what do you think is the most challenging part of this this show this year i mean what's the thing that 
you know, before the show you're, you're thinking about, or like when you guys are doing your little warmups on the field, what's, what part of the show is, um, is the one that kind of stresses you out the most before you go perform or especially when you're competing, I guess, Jada. Like, do you want like a specific part of the show or just. I think for me, since I'm in the color guard, like the fear of dropping kind of like is like intrusive in my head constantly. I think like this year I've been very lenient on myself. Like if I drop out of show. So I feel like, I don't know. I feel like when you're, when you're a performer, it's very easy to see your mistakes and like recovery is like a big deal. And I think probably learning how to recover properly is always in my head right before a show. Yeah, I think for color guard, it's got to be tough because when, when you make a mistake, it's right in front of everybody and you can see it hit the ground and yeah, it's got to be stressful. Sarah? Um, I guess like what Jada said, just like making a mistake because like you're so like exposed, especially because like most of the time the color guard, like, um, like we have sections and they're all kind of doing different things. So yeah, it's yeah, like that. Uh personally i'm afraid of falling down because, <laughs> because i have i have no idea how i would recover from that and i've not but i've never fallen down so i don't want to jinx myself but all right that's funny because has anybody fallen down like has there have been any like big crashes so jada all right so sarah's pointing at at jada aiden you've fallen down in practice for uh gabby's raising her hand Gigi, carly and that's got to be a disaster when you're you're doing drill right because one person falls down there's a chance that everybody is going down as well right i mean it's got to be terrifying um all right so when we pass it to aiden so what is the thing that you know you find most stressful most difficult in your show so most stressful or most difficult i would just say just like being aware because as a drum line we move as a cohesive unit and you got to be aware of everyone around you. You got to be aware of the parts. You got to be aware of not not falling down because falling down with a drum is really hurts. Um, but yeah, just being aware of like time, people around you, spacings. Just yeah, overall awareness is pretty challenging. Good. Let's go to um Gabby, who also mentioned that she fell down. I've actually fallen down um, multiple times at practice. Um, it hurts. Um, but my thing um is we have a lot of movement this year like a lot more visual movement um and it's just remembering all of that for me because if everyone does it and you don't you really stick out as like the person who didn't do it and then it gets noticed because you're not in the group so i think that's the most stressful part for me good let's go to carly I feel as if this year in particular, the winds and percussion are taking on a character more than they usually do. I feel like usually we're just people marching around playing music and costume. But this year, since our theme is more developed around the thorns and the petals, we need people to represent the thorns and that's us. So we very much so have to make sure our arms are very angular to represent the thorns. And we just need to remember to perform as a thorn rather than marching around and playing our music. This year, it's much beyond that. And we just need to remember everything, which can be sort of stressful before a performance, but I feel like we do a good job. 
Well, that's interesting. I don't think most people know that, right? So if you're doing the thorns thing, so you're, you have angular movements that you're doing that, that are supposed to look like thorns. Kira? Yeah. Um, so what Carly was saying, you know, we have to develop um, as a band, um, we have to develop a lot of theatrics, um, you know, develop into this uh, persona, um, you know, like with uh, indoor percussion, you know, um, I did dance team this past year. And um, I never was introduced to a program that had, you know, a lot of theatrics um, in it. And I think, you know, incorporating that with marching band this year is um, very cool. And I hope that, you know, in the future, we continue to do um, very theatrical and, um, you know, really good shows that keep the audience on their feet. Um, personally, I feel like the hardest part for my show is that I get through the work perfectly. Like I, this year has been like, it's been very tough because we had that year or two off from marching band. So not everything was like, I'd like normal, I guess. So we really didn't have that hard of a show, I feel like. But this year we brought back like some like cool tricks and like we had like some people come in and like teach us some work that's that will challenge us and challenge is good, but like, I feel like getting through my show and getting through it perfectly is just very hard, I feel like. Good. I just want to note, too, that uh, Molly Rio, our king editor, editor in Chieftain, is um, is back here. So I'm going to turn it over her, to her in a second. But I have one question before I, I give it to her. So the uniforms are different this year. Uh, I know a lot of people uh, have noticed that. I mean, you don't see the traditional marching band uniforms. So I don't know. Maybe someone can explain what's going on with that. I mean, are, are the... The old uniforms just totally gone. Um, is there is there a plan? Is there an idea behind this? Who can kind of speak intelligently to that? <laughs> okay, so this year the uniforms are supposed to resemble thorns. It's like a white fading into green with the thorns on the top and our green pants. And Mr. Flint is our new band director, and he has this new idea idea that every year we're going to have a new uniform so our old uniforms are out they're in the garbage no more old uniforms because they were dirty we might get some new dartmouth uniforms in the future but as of right now we only have our thorn uniforms and then next year we're either going to get new dartmouth uniforms or uniforms for that show we're going to do fundraising to try to get uniforms to fit every show for every year rather than just using the same dirty old dartmouth high school uniform yeah yeah they're gone <laughs> all right yeah sorry i'm late i was sorting out homecoming stuff with um admin but um i'm molly rio i'm the um executive editor at the spectrum um let's see i did have one question actually it's kind of silly but i see um every day there's always like a couple straggling cars in the parking lot i always yell to carly before i go to cross country i'm like do i have to move my car so what is like the craziest story you have with like a car being left in the parking lot and <laughs> so it was a friday football game this was this was <laughs> sorry <laughs> okay this was either freshman or sophomore year. It was, it was, 
the it was our freshman year. It was the rainforest, and it was a Friday football game. And oh my god, okay. <laughs> and this was the time that we had we had BK as our band director. Love Bill Kingsland, what a legend! But he was having a really bad day, and there were just cars all over the parking lot, like. And sometimes it's not a big deal because we don't have drill where the cars were. But, like, these cars were, like, straight up on the 50-yard line. And BK literally goes, you know what? Screw this. No practice, no football game, no nothing. And we literally all went home right after practice. And he was yelling at everyone. And we just had no game. It was really bad. And it was, it was, it was just so bad. And so we straight up just didn't perform at halftime because they were, like, at least 25 cars in the parking lot. That's hysterical. I think Mr. Unks actually showed up at cross country and he just like looked at me. He gave me like a look like this. Oh, yeah. He's like, I know that's your Kia Sorento. Go move it. <laughs> Go move it. I'm like, sorry, I forgot. Is it true that freshman year, like they moved someone's car, like oh, literally yeah. moved someone's car? It was a it was a human group eff- effort, but it was unsuccessful, unfortunately. That's a fun way to get sued. Um. <laughs> All right. Does any um any other writers have a question for the band? Josh. Josh is in the band. Two and one. Uh, I have a question just about how COVID is has affected this season. Um, I know coming out of last year that like this year there's like some protocols still in place and just. I was wondering what like what like your shows look like with COVID. What what kind of has happened because of COVID? What do you have to take precautions for? But also, how has COVID affected your band? Maybe like numbers wise or other bands as a whole. So kind of a two part question. Uh, sure. Uh, I'm I play alto saxophone in the band, so I'm also part of the marching band, and I'm also our assistant editor on the spectrum. Um, so obviously last year was very like strict, like, as you could tell, we all had different shows. Um, this year is slightly normal, which is nice. Um, but there's still like some things like when we go to like competitions, like on the bus, we have to wear our masks still. So it's just a little bit weird. Cause like, I know for color guard, like we usually get ready on the bus, like we'll do our makeup, we'll eat, and then we get dressed. And now this year we have to do it all before we even get on the bus. So that's a big change and just, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, so COVID has definitely um, affected the drum line. Cause um, so last year we had a show called The Mask when we were separate and we usually, we'd have, have like two or three masks on with our costumes. It was just really hard to breathe. We were like really close proximity. Obviously the band doesn't have that cause they have to blow into their instruments to play them. But now it's kind of nice since um since we're outside we can take our masks off we can actually like breathe and actually just yeah have a good time. I've noticed with our band and bands in general you can see the gap from where COVID hit because there's the seniors which joined the band before COVID happened and then there are 
two whole grades where there's like no one because nobody joined during covid and then it's all the new kids so our band is like 30 percent seniors like less than 20 percent of sophomores and juniors and then like the rest is all new kids so we have sections for instance my section is 11 people we have two seniors one junior and like nine new kids and i've noticed that throughout like other bands too that like the freshman sophomore junior like part of the band is like non-existent it's just seniors and new kids all right gabby so um, with COVID and effects on bands, we were fortunate last year to at least have something. So our numbers kind of maintained with like people who did it last year came back because we had that year. Um, a lot of bands didn't have a season last year. So a lot of people quit in between 2019 and now. So a lot of bands are smaller. Um, I know that in US bands, which is the circuit we compete in, um, all but three bands, I think, dropped a division, which means that they lost enough people to go down in size. Um, so it kind of just shows that COVID really had an effect on how many people are doing band now. I have a question if nobody has one. All right. We're almost out of time, but my, my question is, what's a funny rehearsal story that you guys have? I think that most people probably don't realize that the band spends 90% of their time standing on the parking lot, you know, rehearsing. And then that tiny little bit of time is when you have your uniform on and performing. So I don't know, what's a, what's a funny rehearsal story that you could share publicly <laughs> with everybody here? Sarah, I see you laughing. So Jada, which one? that's one's way too embarrassing can i do like a bus story okay so when i was like in seventh grade i was on the varsity color guard in the winter and we used to have rap battles it used to be me and a senior so i was like a little seventh grader having a rap battle on the bus with a senior and it was so fun every bus ride <laughs> we would have rap battles about like kfc chicken and god knows what else but yeah that's probably my favorite funny memory for these rap battles were they like songs that were already out or would you like freestyle <laughs> okay that's what i wanted to know that sounds awesome you guys have been in the band forever. You gotta have one. Gotta have one. So this one's not really a story. It's more like a tradition. So um, for the past, so uh, Noah Angst, um, he's since graduated. He's a friend of mine, and um, we every after every competition, we would all go on the bus, and we would we we would all surround him, and then we would play um, through through the fire and the flames, and then when it got to like the really savage part where like everyone's like screaming. Um, we would just grab Noah and just shake him around and throw him around the bus. It was so funny. And um, yeah, it was just, it was just, he was fine with it, but like, it was just like a ritual we used to do. So I have one, which is also like a not really hazing thing, but 
but there's a tradition among the upperclassmen to at the football games we get there early and we go to the concession and it's tradition to tell the like new people that they're running out of chicken and so they then run they just run over there because they don't want to they want chicken and and then they they don't run out of chicken so that like they never it's impossible for them to run out of chicken for us so it's just like a funny little gag that's all right last comment here i think as a band we have a lot of traditions like it's more traditions that are like funny non-hazing traditions um the thing we do as wins we like to tell underclassmen that they don't have their plume on which is the feather on the hat um when we get on the field i do that a lot which is mean um but you're like oh my god where's your plume and the kids are like my god um we eat dinner rolls on the bus after competitions the texas roadhouse buns um we had a kid a couple years ago who was a soundcloud rapper um and um he would freestyle on the bus he had songs like on soundcloud i guess um that people knew the words to and we would sing them on the bus it was it's a lot of weird stuff but yeah yes (laughs) it is execute all right all right we'll do like we have like one minute Okay, wait, sorry. This one's just really funny. It was the year there was like the clowns were like going around. <laughs> um, and we were at a practice and it must have been somebody from like the school, but they like dressed up as a clown and he's like standing in the back. All of a sudden the whole marching band just like runs towards the middle and everybody's screaming, yelling. And then Mr. Unks is just like, what? Like, we're like, it's a clown. He's like, what? A mouse? Like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> But yeah, it was really funny though. (laughs) That's pretty good. Oh, of course it was.